I'm Shanna Merton, host of the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, have I got something cool for you to check out behind the mic? Voices of the EPN, an inspiring and engaging podcast brought to you by the Education Podcast Network and hosted by EPN's founder, Christopher J. Nessie. You're going to have a blast. Lots to learn. Check it out. Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm talking with Sensei Milwako. She is teaching children and adults how to use the abacus. For all, it has the power to help with a better understanding of numbers and can help you challenge your brain. Oh, so much cool stuff you're going to learn today. You're going to love this episode. Thanks for listening. And no, oh, by the way, before you go, it'd be so cool if you went to my website, stephenmaletto.com slash reviews and uh, left a review. You know, could you say something nice about the podcast and uh, how about uh, five stars maybe? Hmm. That would be so cool. Thanks so much. And and by the way, while you're there, it'd be really cool if you subscribe because soon I'll be sending out uh, my newsletter and uh, you'd be able to uh, receive that every time if you subscribe to the website. Uh, Thanks for doing that. Uh, You are awesome. Enjoy the show. It's the education podcast, your favorite show, with lots of groovy guests and they share what they know. So crank it up to 10 and let your neighbors know that here's another show with Dr. Steve Leto. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Ah, ah, with Dot Stimoletto. With over two decades of abacus teaching experience, Sensei Milwako has had the pleasure of helping students achieve greatness and tangible skills that serve them now and in the future. She helps parents find the solution to unlocking their child's patience, memory, concentration, natural intelligence, and so much more. Her journey began when she founded JAMS, J-A-M-S. It is the only math school in the Portland and Beaverton area certified by the League of Sorbonne. Uh, Abacus, we use the teachings of Abacus and Anzon instruction to build a solid and strong foundation of mental mathematics with lifelong skills, she says. Mental math calculation is a skill that children retain for life. Abacus gives any child the skills and confidence to excel in STEM-related subjects beyond the classroom. When a child experiences success, they naturally grow in confidence and self-esteem, as well as in their desire to continue the pursuit of that success. What's more, uh, our specialized instruction, your your child will build a solid and strong foundation of mental mathematics with lifelong skills. This is also why we have also started offering Abacus Online, and I'll have a link for that in the show notes, for anyone and everyone to unlock their brain's full potential. I believe it is my mission to help you find the secret to keeping your brain healthy no matter the age, uh, according to Sensei Milwako. Uh, So much to learn today. This is such a cool topic, and this is so, you know, all you got to do is spend a little bit of time at, uh, at her website and uh, understand what this is all about and you're going to want to start getting involved and learn. So Sensei Milwako, thanks for joining me today and say hi to everyone. Stephen, thank you so much. Well, glad- hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. My name is Miwako Sakabayashi. But my student and everybody call me Sensei Miwako. Sensei means a teacher in Japanese. So I am called Teacher Miwako. <laughs> but in Japanese way. So people call me Sensei Miwako or Sensei. So I'm from Japan, and I came to United States in 1992, which is 31 years ago, and I started the jumps January 2001, which is this is a year of the 23 years ago. 
And the JAMS is designed to teach Japanese abacus, which is something I learned when I grew up in Japan. And now I have a pleasure of teaching student who wants to excel their math. And sometimes I have a student who is a little bit struggling in the math. And, you know, like I am so happy to sharing my skill to the people who, uh, who do not know the skill, but who are appreciating the skill. So thank you for having me, Stephen. Well, great to have you here today. And, uh, I think before we go any further, one of the things we got to do is, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about improving brain health and becoming better at math through using an abacus. So tell them what an abacus is. So abacus is, there's many ways to say it, but I wanted to, you know, tell you when I said, what is abacus? And I got this reaction from many people. Oh, abacus, I know abacus. Abacus is those, you know, so many bees up and down, just be moving up and down or sliding, right? That is abacus. But, you know, we don't need it, abacus. That is many times I was told abacus. But also, maybe I'd like to say abacus is one of the many counting devices invented in ancient times to help count large numbers. But it is believed that abacus was first used by Babylonians as early as 2400 BC. So it's long way to back, but again, just happened to be right now a little bit of the tiny counting devices left and then kind of we were kind of left it out. But we have the secret. Abacus has a magic. So that is the one I also would like to share with you. So abacus is the one very simple word, counting devices, ancient counting devices. Awesome. Thank you. And it, all right. So when did you start using one? I mean, let's start with that. Let's go there because, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's cool that uh, not only you're teaching now, but uh, it's, when did you start using it? I started using the abacus, which means I started to went to the abacus school when I was second grader, which is half century ago in Japan. And then I took a classes every day, which means Monday through Friday for almost no time off. So January, February, March, da -da 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 -da. there is no summer, even summer vacation. So we just keep going every single day, five days, every, you know, five days a week for 365 days. All year long. That's why I did it. And I love it. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right. So why do you think children in America struggle with math? Let's go there because then we're going to come back and talk about how the advocates can help them. I have been teaching this 23 years ago. And besides that, I have three children. Myself, I was born and raised in Japan. So I did not have any idea of the education system in this country. But luckily, my children are already now 28, 25, 23. I learned English. I learned American system. I learned the education system. I learned the society through my children. And then also besides that, the teaching abacus. Honestly, American education system is not emphasizing the math at all, comparing where I come from or any Asian countries. And then also, I was very shocked that, you know, they, not only the emphasizing the teaching the math, they introducing the calculator at such a young age, that was big shock. 
in Japan or any Asian country, we never introduced. We are just, you know, voluntarily taking ourselves sometimes, you know, but not school. And another thing is, is you know, for almost elementary age, they are so hard to teaching the children for the concept of the calculation, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. So when they are not doing it right, they always get wrong, 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 wrong. And then all of a sudden, sixth grader goes, middle schooler, their school item needed, necessary list, is a calculator, Texas instrument. Isn't that? Why? Why Why you are introducing the calculator at such a young age and forcing them to teaching the, how to calculate? And that, to me, is a very odd. You know, if you are going to introduce them, sixth grader calculator, they should, they don't need to even teach them the concept. Why you are wasting the time? And then do you think just only casually introducing and teaching the concept can, children can get? No, majority of the students are not. And then they just taught chapter after chapter after chapter. And then by some, they finished the, you know, third grader. They don't even remember nothing. That is, I really, you know, felt something is odd in the American education system. That is a clock. Education system is the one making the children to fail. That's what I believe. Gotcha. That's, uh, you know, and it is, it is interesting having, uh, um, you know, as, as you look at uh, what's emphasized like you said, chapter to chapter, and you take a test and you finish, and the emphasis of that calculator. I, I you got me thinking. I was wondering when, because I remember when. Now, now I'm 59. All right, so, um, so it's a long time ago, but uh, I remember when uh, in because uh, it happened in high school when we started. Uh, the calculator was really starting becoming big. And so after me is when it starts infiltrating all the way down to the elementary schools. But I'll never forget because that thing was like, uh, um, you know, it, it, it was just an interesting device because a lot of us spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to spell words by doing different things. So you turned it upside down and spelled words on right. the, on the device. Yeah. But uh, that's uh, and you can see where that would be a weakness, especially understanding, you know, it's uh you know, it, it, it's just like when uh, you take shortcuts. I play um, used to a lot more, <laughs> um, but right. I learned to I learned to play trumpet and uh, the the musical instrument, the trumpet. And you know, if you spent time just memorizing the notes and memorizing this the scales and such, you really weren't learning music. And I think sometimes that's what happens to us in math is the the same sort of thing. We spend a lot of time not really learning what we're doing, I guess. Uh, uh, and so then as, if the calculator pops yeah. in there and it just does it all for us, Ooh, the ma- you know, there's a different type of magic there. So, uh, but it, we, it, it is, yeah, it is. Right. Uh, so, I mean, so let's talk about, I mean, how do you think using the abacus can help children learn math? I mean, so if we push the calculator aside and said, let's focus on this, how do you think it helps them? Uh, to me, building a basic foundation, Really, when the parents coming to me, so what you can teach, Abacus, besides that, you know, addition, subtraction, la, 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 la. Well, I think that I, Abacus, Abacus can 
do whatever calculator can do. That's what I do know. But the biggest, you know, uh, things is children, they will learn the foundation of the, you know, calculation. And also, Abacus is very visual, very visual and very tactile. They see, they feel, they can hear, they can touch, they can do everything. But the paper and the pencil, there is a not the connection. They don't have any connection. Connection can be fingers or something they have to bring in the, you know, like a, some another object. But the abacus is there to already have a bees and then very visual and then they can touch it. They can feel it. But maybe they might be said, how about this? Blind people, you know, blind people, blind people also has abacus. In fact, I, I used to teach the teachers for the, you know, blind student. And then top of it, my parents are blind. <laughs> my late parents are blind. So wow. blind people, I would like to share with you this story too, which is related to the Anza. Okay. But Abacus is the one teaching the children basic of the basic of the foundation. Math is sometimes people think, oh, math is this and that, da, 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 you know, difficult, and they, oh, this is very complicated, this is this. Oh, I'm not engineer, I don't need the math. Oh, I'm not architect, I don't need this. I'm not the math teacher, I don't need it. No, it's not true. Real life, every single day, no matter where you go, no matter what kind of profession you have, number is always sticking out under. You know, going to the gas station, going to the Costco, going to buying something, and then talking with the business, you know, the discussion, CPA, and, you know, going to the, you know, parking lot, and, you know, like an airport. Whenever you go, always numbers are around you. It's just a matter of you avoid it or you take it as, you know, as you go. So that's what I really think. That's awesome. I, you know, it's, uh, I think because it's getting to, and what you're talking about is it's getting to the understanding of the numbers and what's happening. And I got to tell you, for anybody, it, they got to they got to go to your website because there's a there's this really cool video there where it shows the instruction happening and it shows kids learning how to do and actually it's pretty it's very impressive how quickly some of them are coming up with these answers that are not uh, just simple addition type answers and uh, um, it's, it's just pretty amazing I you know so does your child need to be a genius or math whiz to learn to use the abacus I mean is it uh, I mean is, do you ever have somebody tell you that say oh, I, I I don't I I'm, I'm not a math whiz answer is no no anybody can learn anybody anybody not only the children i you know adult even not you know japanese no chinese not american not italian not you know like a french not you know south africa everybody can learn there is no race you know like a nothing it's just everybody can learn as long as, as long as people are willing to take. Maybe I should say abacus is another language of the numbers. People think math. Math is something different. No. Abacus is a different language of the numbers. Like I, I speak Japanese. You speak English as a mother tongue. And then there's so many Italian, French, German, Right? And then Chinese, Korean, so many languages. What is a different? It's the same. It's a language. Roots are same. So abacus 
roots are same. It's just different branches coming out. And we agents, many agents are very strongly relying on and they use it as a part of the, you know, like a core. But in this country, like back to the, you know, education system, they put it out the map, history, PE, music, you know, you know, like science and this, everything is so separate each other. But is that really true? I don't really think so. I really don't think so. The core is the same. Core is the same to me. So my answer doesn't have to be genius. As long as people wanted to learn, even 99 years old, 100 years old, maybe 59 years old, 10 years old, everybody can learn. Everybody, everybody. That's awesome. That's uh, and, and I, I think sometimes that's that's kind of what stands in our way is some sort of mindset that says, "Oh, I can't do this," or, uh, you know, or you know, one of the worst phrases for kids to to or even adults to to take on is the phrase, "I don't, I, I can't do math. Math is difficult," you know, or something like that. And and right, uh, right. So that is another thing. So I kind of wanted to share with you. I recently started the teaching at the uh, high school children as a volunteer who is a little bit, you know, like a different stage of the high school student. So those students, and then not only them, and the many students who really need help to coming to, you know, jams, what, what I notice is not the map. What I notice is they don't have a confidence. Their self-esteem of the map is low under the ground. They even try not to even touch it. They even try to not even look at it. Because they are so much beat it up. You are bad. You are bad. Oh, you didn't get it. This is why you don't understand this. Why you cannot do this. I told you this before. Why you cannot do this? And then that's it's piling up. And then by the time they're going to the, you know, like I told you at the beginning, in this country or any anywhere just teaching chapter after chapter and the chapter after chapter oh you done this oh going to the third grade only chapter 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 oh fourth grade oh and the fifth grade and by the time sixth grade comes do you think this child get all this no and i always get the, uh, those you know sometimes seventh grader kids coming to my class and then when i evaluate unfortunately those children even cannot do the basic calculation it's not uh, something wrong with the child. They already block themselves to not even take it. So to me, that is the most sad part to see. You know, so if anybody wanted to learn, everybody can learn. <laughs> that is my call. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, all right. So let's talk about the benefits of using the abacus. I mean, what, what does it do or what does it help the student do that, uh, you know, it helps them in thinking about math or thinking about the numbers or, or just the way they think, period? So, the, again, the, it's just the same thing. It, it, they are building a strong basic foundation number system, okay? And also, maybe I can use a calculator as a good example. Calculator can do for you calculation without the thinking anything. They just punching the numbers and they get the answer. There is no thought process, no solving skill, right? You don't even need to focus anything. 
But abacus, if you don't do, if you don't move the bees to think how to move, what to do, abacus won't do magic for you. But again, learning the abacus, of course, teaching them that they got to do it simply. They have to do it, which is sense of accountability, right? And then also they have to keep going and then they need to focus. And then as long as they do, when they're done, they got the big accomplishment they earned, which is karikata. Do you really feel even big number, punching number, boom, equal sign? Do you think that big, I did it? No, I don't really think so. I mean, the children who earned, you know, like a middle. So each time they do, they know they can do it. And then they're building up the confidence. That is the biggest, to me, is a big difference, which is not the teaching, the calculation. It's the layer and the in, you know, like the back of the mind, they even don't think that way. But like, you know, if you are achieving one tiny step at a time, that is building up the layers of the success they are building up. But on the other end, the calculator, do you really feel, even though you're using the calculator for 100 problems, do you even feel the accomplishment? I really, yeah, they do. Because they, if they do the you know, 100 problems, I did it. But I believe that is a big no-no. Because there is no process to going through. They're just punching the number, learn the things, right? That's what I, that's what I believe the biggest thing is, is the difference of the benefit. Besides that the calculator, you know, having the, you know, mental calculation in their head and this and this, but the more deeper to me than using the, you know, like a calculator and the abacus. That's awesome. I, you know, it's funny because you're making me think my, both my sons are engineers and uh, they always say to me, because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pull out my phone to figure out a tip or something like this. And I'll go, dad, stop it. All right. I, I told you how to do this before. And they'll blah, 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 because they do in their heads. They know numbers. Yeah, way better than me. I always like to remind them I was a history major. <laughs> so okay. and they go, oh, yeah, that's right. So they throw that back at me. You were a history major. But uh, this is cool because I think uh, somewhere along the line, I needed <laughs> some time with the advocates to, to learn a little bit what I was missing there. And But it, good stuff. I, so let's let's talk about JAMS. You, you founded JAMS. Could you talk about JAMS and what makes it different from other coaching tutoring centers? Yes, I found the jams was 23 years ago. The, I love, I love abacus. When I was in Japan, I got to the, you know, like a, so many, I went to the, so many competitions. I earned, I earned the, so many trophies and medals and championship and all that stuff. I love, 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 love. But when I came here, I even kind of forgot about those passion. And then uh, my ex-husband was the one read the New York Times article, said, I think you should teach abacus. He said, why? He said, uh, well, you have the skill. You should share it. Uh, no, no. You know, I don't want to show off my skill. It's a very typical Japanese mindset. Japanese are very, you know, like a humble and then don't even open their mouth. Even, you know, 
we are very, you know, like a step back to not to showing off. So I told him that time, I don't want to showing off my skill. It's embarrassing. And then he's the one said to me, you are not showing off. You are sharing your skill. Can you imagine your skill can be taught by many? Those children will be benefit out of it from you. Think about that. That was the beginning. I was so hesitant to teach, but I started teaching my old home's living room, starting with the two students. Nice. That was January 2001. And then I came, my English wasn't as good as this. <laughs> and then as I was teaching, I was asking them, how to say this word? Can you tell me this? Oh, okay, thank you. Even I didn't know how to say addition, subtraction. <laughs> but that was the jams. And then the biggest difference I was always asked, what is the difference between this, you know, like a math center and then this? Why is this, this, and this, and this? I think Abacus is more focusing on learning, you know, visual learning problem. Okay, visual. Like uh, Abacus is the one giving them the tool to look and then touch and then teaching them solving problems along the way. Without that, they are, you know, they don't, they are not really much knowing. But again, if you're going to add the five, can I add the five? No, then what you're going to do? Oh, you have to take away five out of 10. So you just slowly, you are implementing yourself to getting those skills without knowing and know what they were doing, especially when they were young. Okay. So, and also, Harikata is the one, or, you know, other places also more emphasizing teaching only those subjects, only subject to try to get a good grade or going to the next level is better. But to me, jumps is we are teaching more uh, discipline and perseverance, which is I carried from Japan. Gotcha. And I, maybe I would like to share with you this, that I have a, graduate student who is now sophomore of the Vanderbilt University. He's going to have an internship. And then he shared with me, he visited me last week and he shared with me, Sensei, I would like to give you the two words, what you have done for me. Okay, can you give me? And he said, perseverance and the discipline. No one teach me this, but you, okay. I kind of understand, I appreciate him, but that was very important to me because I am. I have been teaching abacus, I've been teaching mental calculation using the abacus system, but the most important thing is, is that don't give up. You know, if you are calculating a long line of the numbers, if you stop, what happened? Oh, I cannot do this, oh, this is too much. You will never achieve the goal, which is you will never get the answer, right? And also the discipline. Sometimes, I don't want to do this. I cannot do this. It's life always happens. But I always said, don't give up, you know. Don't. You know, you just have to keep going and going and going. So my student, 
those the he he when he went to the internship you know interview he had to go through the five interviews one after another and he was of course you know like a last you know five inter you know last one to be left at for 10 10 of them and then then i think that he was asked to calculate to you know business sizing and you know like a quantity of this item and then how you're going to be in a measurement of this and how you produce of this. And then the moment, you know, he was asked the question and he was just like a right away to get the answer as fast as anybody else, as fast as he could. And then no one couldn't even answer as much as he could. And then his answer was all correct. So at the end of the interview, all the, you know, like the participant and everybody was, wow. And then it was the silent. And the moment that time he knew he got a job. So he got it. And I'm very proud of him how he, you know, using those skills and the pursuit. But also the I think that he also started building up the confidence each, you know, event. Because I believe that the stress making us stronger. Without having the stress, we can never get stronger like an Olympic athlete. Why they are so strong? Because they are always challenging themselves, limit, you know, push their limit to stress after stress, you know? So to me, it's just, uh, we are not only teaching Japanese advocates. We are more focusing on their future, my student future, whatever they go wherever they go, they can be successful because they have them, they have the skill, they have the confidence, and then they know they won't give up. And then they are very well trained. On top of it, they respect people. Respect is also very important to me. That's where a country I came from. You know, sometimes children <laughs> say, I don't understand. I said, uh, can you please tell me nicer way? Do you want me to tell you I don't understand. He said, no. Okay. You need a help? Yes. Can you please teach me that, you know, all of a sudden they understand that, you know, tone of the voice is uh, changing the dynamic, you know. And also at that time, my online student said, Sensei, I wanted to tell you, I want to tell you what I do put my, you know, head on my hands like this because I'm so tired. Oh, okay. It makes sense. But how about this? I am also tired, but if I do this to teaching you, putting hands on my head and then, you know, like a leaning on my head to like this, do you really think you like? No. Okay. So then don't do it. Not because I'm the teacher, I shouldn't do it. Not because of you as a student, you can do it. No, there's no. If you want me to respect you, you should do the way how you want to be respected. That is the you know, culture I come from. So that's why we jams teach more than abacus and the arms up. Thank you. That's so awesome. That's, that's so cool. Hey, thanks for sharing that. And, and you know, it's, it's so, there's so many things, but that that last message you just sent, yeah, the, the little bit about respect too is like, uh, you know, we got to get 
got to come to an understanding here about the learning that's going to take place. I, I love that. Uh, all right, so let's take a jump just a little bit because, you know, one of the things the advocates can do is have a healthy impact on on uh, older on older people. <laughs> I fall in that category, I guess. Um, but the, uh, you know, the idea that, uh, you know, it can help adults with brain health and so forth uh, and, and thinking skills. Can you talk to that a little bit about uh, using the advocates to kind of keep you thinking? Yes. Uh, I mainly teaching only young children, but I often also ask, can you teach me? Said, yes, of course I can teach you. But the problem is other has, uh, you know, different lifestyles. They don't really need to, you know, enforcing them to learn. But I believe if they started using the abacus, like I said, they can see the bees, they can touch the bees, they can think the bees, they can listen the you know sounds. So it will be improving the very much brain, you know, like a boost memory. I think so because you know we we are constantly using the brain. As you know, as we getting older. We are not really much, you know, using because if we are not, you know, putting on a stress situation, we won't. But hand-eye coordination is making them more focused. And then it's good for the brain exercise. And also, as they're using the finger, it will be, you know, like a developed muscle memory, which, you know, you we rarely using the fingertip. But the abacus need using a fingertip. And then once you're using the fingertip, what happened is sharpen the logical thinking. A tiny bit of the exercise for every day will change the dramatically for the rest. So recently I read the article said, if you learn anything for 10 hours, you will master it. I really believe so. So I calculated it. Okay, 10 hours means 6,000 minutes. Okay, 6,000 minutes divided by 365. How much? Is it like a kind of 70 minutes? 70 minutes every day. If you do something, don't you think after 365 days later, you will earn something? Yes, I do believe. The only the biggest problem is people do it 70 minutes today, maybe tomorrow after tomorrow but they won't be able to keep going. That's why people said, ah, you are Japanese, you're good at it. No, I'm not. No, it's not true. It's just not out of the discipline again, <laughs> okay? Gotcha. So adult is the same. It's brain health and boost memory, hand-eye coordination, and brain exercise. Because of the adult doesn't have to do it. No, adult is the one. We are every single day getting, you know, other end to going out of this world. So if you are, if you wanted to stop it, you can just exercise your brain exercise, right? Like, you know, many people going to the gym, swimming, golfing, pickleball, tennis, whatever they do. Why? Because they, they want to be active. If you want to be active in your brain, they should practice every day. I think the abacus will be the really good one. Like I said, hand-eye coordination and using the fingertip. So I think that is the best for the adult. 
That's awesome. So much so. I mean, I, you know, from the thinking skills to the like the fine fine motor skills that you're talking about, it's just uh, it's only got to help you you keep things going and active and building building the bridges that happen in our brain. So good stuff. I you know uh, let's let's shift to your online uh, classes. I mean, could you tell everybody about the the three Abacus online master classes you offer? Oh yeah, I have a, you know pre recorded the class. For adult online classes, you know, it is just in your own pace. It is pre-recorded, so you don't have to. Oh, Abacus class is Tuesday. You know, four thirty. I have to go. Oh, this is a passive time. I cannot do it. No, there's no, you know, no restriction. So, if you are waiting too long, if you wanted to take something to, okay, let's try it. And then there is always there waiting for you whenever you're ready you are and then maybe i just wanted to add it up something which i read the article the 40 percent of the u.s aged you know 65 years or older associated memory impairment which means 16 million people 16 million of the people is declining the memory wow. so if you wanted to fight with it, you should use it. Of course, I want everybody to learn the abacus, but that doesn't have to be abacus. Use something, do something 17 minutes every day for your brain. You know, learning the new languages or, you know, doing the exercises, you know, 70 minutes every day. Even 70 minutes in my other class, that's changed. If you do it every day, 365 days later, it will be changed. I guarantee you. Excellent. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, uh, Sensei Mawako, we, we're getting ready to close. we got just a couple more questions coming up. If someone wanted to uh, follow up and connect with you and or learn more, where would you send them? Easiest way is to Google it. My name is Sensei Mawako Avakas. It will be coming up to my website. And then I think that's the best way because it, even though I can give it a www.blah, or my name, people won't remember. But I think the best way is a sensei, Miwako, Abacus. I guarantee you, you will find me no matter where you are. Even Atlantic Ocean, as long as you have an internet, you can find it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, I'll put that information in the show notes. I'll have a link to your website and, uh, and all that stuff, and it's e easy to find and uh, um, good stuff you got going on there. Uh, so uh, last two questions, and these are just questions I like to ask my guests. And the first one goes like this. How do you keep going when so much is going on that you may want to quit? Mm. You know, the beginning of the business was supporting my children and myself. If I don't, if I don't work, no one support me. I need to put roof top of my head for my children, put the food on the table. So there's no excuses. I got to do it. So that was uh, the beginning. But as business grows, and then my children is also grown up, and then I realized that my students are the one my children. I need to take care of their future. So that is one, my second 
And of course, very importantly, the beginning, 23 years ago, my ex-husband said, you are sharing your skill. It is. So my mission is I need to share my skill as much as I can to the, as many people as possible. So those people will take my legacy, take my skill to the next level. So that is the one I, I really believe. And maybe I wanted to say this. Sometimes I forgot, but again, I really believe when I started doing that, when I was much more energetic, I said, uh, abacus can be next to sushi. That's what I really thought. And then I still have those, you know, like a passion. So what does it mean? 31 years ago, when I came here, I barely speak English. And then I said, my name is Miwako. I like sushi. People said, what? What did you say? I like sushi. Sushi? That raw fish, gross? Oh, my God. Oh, disgusted. That was 31 years ago, okay? Now, whenever I go, I introduce myself, and then people said, oh, you must be Japanese. Oh, I love Japan. Japanese people, so nice. Japanese food is delicious. And top of it, I love sushi. Thank you. But me, I'm very, you know, like funny to me. 31 years ago, people said gross. 31 years later, I love sushi. They just telling me I love sushi. I said, oh, okay. So 31 years, many people even didn't know the sushi. Now, Everybody knows, no matter where you go, sushi, 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 sushi. Very different level of the, you know, like a variety of the sushi. So, abacus, when I started, not many people even know, still now, not really many, but at least a little bit more aware because of that, thank, thank you to the internet. But if I can start it, only one person, which is me, can teach the one child one child can passing their skill to someone, or one teacher can teaching the more teachers, more teachers. And the one, maybe I, if I can teach the public school or a private school teachers, those teachers can teach their student in their classroom. So one person can teach the 500,000 10,000 and the 100,000, the millions and the gajillions and the billions. So that's the reason I cannot stop. No matter what happened, I'm going to do it. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad you told that story too. That's so cool. Uh, uh, last question for you. Do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it? And what would you say if given a chance to say thank you? Teacher is... I have to say, my abacus teacher, my abacus teacher, when she, when I went to, well, again, almost 50 years ago, she was very young and she is still teaching. And then she gave me all the joy, all the love, all the patience, all the encouragement, everything. I am here who I am and what I am doing here because she gave me all the skills and the passion is just the same. 
he was just genuinely the teacher. And then I really thank you to my abacus teacher. That is so thank awesome. You. Thank you. Uh, Sensei Milwako, thanks so much for talking with me. What an amazing program uh, you've created to help children and adults alike with helping them to be better at math and to create better brain health. Jams and your Abacus online classes are awesome tools for furthering math skills for everyone. Wishing you success in all you do. Hey, you have been listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast to help you help kids achieve their dreams. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcast by educators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a member of the podcast network based in Canada called Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and host. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Hey, thanks for listening. It would be awesome if you visited my website at stephenmaletto.com and connected with me, left a review, and listened to more episodes. And by the way, you could also share it with your friends, with your family, and uh, your colleagues. Thanks so much. You're awesome.